Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 12, verse 25. Anxiety in a person's heart weighs it down, but a good word cheers it up. We've been considering how the Bible considers our well-being holistically. In other words, we are healthy to the extent that our bodies, our mind, our emotions, and spirituality are all in the good place. We're only as healthy as our most unhealthy aspect of our nature. Would you agree? All of this affects how we feel about ourselves and how we interact with others. For the next few days, we're going to be talking about the heart in a variety of ways. And today, we're looking at what weighs it down and what cheers it up. The Hebrew word for heart is lev. Of course, it means that blood-pumping organ in our body, but it also means our body, our mind, our soul, our spirit, our self. It's the source of the inner life, the inner person. And of course, it includes our feelings, our thoughts, our volition, and other areas of our inner life. It's the centrality of who you are. And when we struggle with anxiety, all of this is affected. We're going to look back at anxiety from this perspective because it does weigh all of this down. Now, for me, I suffer of anxiety when it comes to my children and my grandchildren. I I don't consider myself a person who has an anxiety problem, but I have to tell you, I really struggle when I think about the possibility of my children being injured. When my kids were little, I used to worry that they would get run over by a car. I would have these dreams and, well, actually nightmares of my kids being uh, hit by cars right in front of my house because I was busy looking or doing something else. Now that I'm a nana, I worry about my grandchildren. Jim and I have nine grandchildren, and many of them come visit our house all the time. Two of my grandsons love to play soccer in our carport on concrete, and I can't even watch. I am terrified of one of them falling and getting injured. They're so active and energetic, and I just think that concrete is hard. And this kind of anxiety that I have for my children isn't really helped by the fact that for quite a while there, I worked at the children's uh, hospital here in Orange County, and I saw a lot of very tragic stories of children being injured. And so this level of anxiety that I experience gives me a glimpse to what it's like to have anxiety and so also many other levels. It's truly debilitating. Thankfully, God cares about our anxiety. In Matthew 6, verse 25 through 34, Jesus offers advice about anxiety. He said, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add a single moment to your lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass in the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, what will I eat and what shall we drink and what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. 
Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Three times Jesus says, don't worry, stop worrying. Well, that's easier said than done, isn't it? And yet God, the creator of our lives, who is also the sustainer of life and the provider for all of our substance, is telling us in love, don't worry. God's loving care is trustworthy. When we're feeling anxious, we can remember who God is and his faithfulness. We can grow in gratitude for all that he's already provided. We can take deep breaths and remember that the Holy Spirit, the Ruach, is breathing in us life and truth and strengthening us. And we can touch and connect things, connect with ourselves that we might sense the present and not be so overly concerned about the future. When I'm filled with cares, your comfort brings me joy. Those are words of the psalmist in Psalm 94, 19. We all have things to worry about, but when we seek the Lord, he comforts us with his joy. John Mark Harmer wrote a book called God Has a Name. In page 210, he wrote this, which I think is so powerful for us. He said, even when lousy stuff happens to us that is clearly against the will of God, say we come down with a life-threatening disease, we bury a close friend, we fail at a marriage, etc., you fill in the blank. Even then, God is far more powerful than any evil we face, and he has the Judah-like ability to turn evil on its head and somehow co-opt it for good. He says, our hope isn't that nothing bad will ever happen to us, or that everything that does happen to us is the will of God. Our hope is that no matter what happens to us, Jesus is back from the dead, and anything is possible. God is bigger than evil and stronger than death. I love this. John Mark Carmen reminds us that you and I, we don't have power over death. And if we try, we will constantly be defeated. But God does. COVID-19 made it very clear last year that all over around the world, we have no power over death. Only God has this power. And he has already counted our days. And he has already conquered death on the cross. We are precious to God, our creator. In fact, we are to die for. He sent his son to uh, conquer evil, to conquer death, to conquer all the things that defeat us, conquer our sins. We have great worth in God's eyes. But if we're still anxious, and sometimes we are, we must remember that his grace is sufficient and his comfort worth seeking. Today, I pray for us to grow in our trust, to grow in our dependence, to grow in our humility, and to grow in our seeking God's perfect, unfailing, and wonderful comfort. May he fill you with peace, so deep, calming, restful, and strangely joyful peace. You know that peace that comes from heaven and can't be found anywhere else. May you feel the arms of the Lord holding you close and whispering in your mind how much he loves you. I pray today the words of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. This will be a closing prayer. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all of our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we're afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort 
which produces in you patience, endurance, and the same sufferings that we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that as you share in the suffering, you also share in the comfort. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.